1: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. I'm Jay Zawaski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi. And fellas, we've got uh, some big news in the world of hockey with uh, three major retirements today. Zdeno Chara, P.K. Subban, and Keith Yandel all calling it a career. We're going to talk about that. We have the... Uh, top rated right wings in NHL 23 which comes out next month Uh, and you're gonna guess that Patrick Kane yes is on that list we'll tell you where he is and he's probably gonna be the only hawk on any of these top 10 lists uh, before this game comes out and for Top Shelf Tuesday in the spirit of that list we're gonna get into some of our favorite uh, hockey and sports video games uh, and video game athletes uh, for the last half of the show, so that should be some fun, too. But, fellas, let's start with the news of the day. Uh, Zdeno Chara, P.K. Subban, and Keith Yandel all calling it a career today. And when you add Duncan Keith into that list of off-season defensemen who have retired, that is 4,879 games, 505 playoff games. Uh, that's a hell of a top four right there. And
0: and what, four Norris trophies? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Did has... Chara
2: win more than one?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Let's see.
0: Well, Suban won one. He's
2: got one. He won it in 13.
0: I feel
1: like uh
0: Chara had to win at least one, right? Yeah, I think I so. One. Let's uh, see here.
1: <clears throat> First Norris was, Sub- for him. Was...
0: Suban in 2013. Chara in 2009. That was his only one, though.
2: Okay. So, that's so, four, yeah. so four.
0: So two for Keith, Suban and Chara, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I guess today was the designated day. If you're a defenseman and you're over 35, the NHL tells you to get lost. Apparently. <laughs> it's just kind of strange. I was doing Twitter this morning. and I was like, oh, man, PK Subban retired. We were just talking about him yesterday and why right. he doesn't have a PTO. And then there's Char and there's Yandel. It's like, okay, uh, who's next? You know, yeah. is, I'm trying to think of other like veteran defensemen. Like, is yeah. Jack Johnson gonna announce uh, uh, his retirement today too? Please, just oh, just, no, kidding, just kidding, Blackhawks. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out <Yeah>. of here.
1: <laughs> Couldn't some team have found the Arizona Coyotes to take on these contracts at some point? Come on.
2: Yeah, do do? I mean, I mean you, you know. you'd
0: think. Yeah.
2: Well, they got fewer seats to sit these guys in the press
0: box now, so they can't take them on. That's true, yeah. It's uh, I'm looking man, at it, free agent defensemen right now.
2: It's yep. it's kind of crazy that Chara and Subban ret- retire on the same day. As those guys were, they were the heart of that Bruins Canadians rivalry for the first, you know, for the early 2010s. They had some, you know, some playoff series, and that rivalry is always heated. Um, you know, EK was a master at getting um other fan bases and other teams to hate him. Um, Some of those for, you know, things that he had control of others for reasons he had no control over. Um, But just the game's going to miss his personality. I'm I'm sure he's got a TV deal set. He's already did stuff with ESPN last year. He,
0: yeah, he's got a thing like, uh, like Peyton and Eli have their, like their Peyton's places, Eli's places things. I think Subban's doing something like that with ESPN. And it's—I remember they—they they announced it. It said like regard regardless of his playing status, he's going to be doing this show, Me- yeah. meaning if he had a contract or not. So oh, yeah, I cool. think he's gonna think he's going to be doing that. So that's what well,
2: automatically beats anything the Mannings do because Subban has a personality instead of those two mouth breathing <laughs> dopes. Oh, I, think I like those Peyton.
1: guys. I like Peyton. Uh, Peyton's funny. They're boring. Peyton's, he is a dry. He has a dry sense of humor, but when he hosted SNL, I was really impressed. Like he actually did a, yeah, a he was solid funny. job. He has good comic timing. But did you see the Eli thing, the Chad Powers video?
0: Yeah, he did a he did a disguised walk on uh, practice at Penn State or something. Yeah, yeah, they're try- was, they're trying. That was all right. I think
1: Peyton is trying to pry some personality out of Eli. Like I could tell he knows it's there, but he's just shy to show it. Um, yeah. But uh, the Manning cast thing is cool. And I would like to see, if, if the NHL ever thought of doing something like that, like, hey, watch the alternate broadcast on ESPN+, Plus, and P.K. Subban's going to be there with some buddies watching the game and commenting on it, that would be really fun. That would be cool. That's the sort of insight we never have seen yeah. in hockey before. Yeah. So make that happen.
2: Get P.K. and uh, Zedano Chara together. That'd be fun. Yeah. is uh, <laughs> a guy that's got a really good personality, too, that I don't think you see it a lot. He's actually... Uh, uh, very good friends with our guy marion hosa uh they're yeah, good they're buddies like so neighbors
1: aren't they they're neighbors.
2: Yeah, pretty much they're na- yeah.
0: neighbors in slovakia yeah that's pretty cool yeah
2: they're like i know a lot of people got mad that like Chara was at hostas like stanley cup parties especially the year after they beat boston people were like how do you go to that like because he can
1: and <laughs> you tell yeah, him right <laughs> why not right Uh, I saw, speaking of that, Sidney Crosby was talking about how hammered he got at Nathan McKinnon's cup party, which was funny. Um, Yeah, those two
0: are, like, good buddies, too.
1: Yeah. So, Chara ends with uh, 1,680 NHL games played. That's good for seventh. You guys want to take a stab at the uh, six ahead of him? One, two. All-time
2: game play? Yeah. One one defenseman. It's, It's
1: 1,680. 1680. So, one, two, three. So, obviously, six ahead of him. Uh, oddly enough, all of them forwards. Well, we know it's Patrick Marleau. That's correct. Oh, I thought you were saying defenseman. Okay. No, this is all time.
2: All time. Patrick yeah. Marleau. Yep. Uh, Marleau.
1: That's two. Marc Messier. That's three. You got him in a row so far. Yarmir oh. Yager. That's four. And...
2: Uh, Who's number five?
1: Uh, uh Mark Recchi. Nope. One. Joe Thornton is Joe Thornton is, is uh f- one two three four. He is sixth all time. So you're okay. missing one. This guy played in the golden era for us. He was the third wheel on a really good team. And if he was on any other team, he would be uh, spoken in the same breath as some of the all time greats. He is a. Is he still?
0: Third third wheel in the golden era.
1: Yeah. Hmm. He is a current uh general manager in the game.
2: Wait. Current general manager. It's not Bill Garin. Nope. It's this not, you're not all taking yourself
1: in the balls when you hear this. You said he played for us? No, no, no. He played in the golden oh. era, like for our oh. age. Is it Ron Francis? Oh, it is Ron Francis. Yeah. Yeah, Francis. Okay. Yeah,
2: that's a good good call. Yeah. So I would, in order, I would have stumbled across that eventually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So in order, Marlo, Howe, Messier Yager, Francis Thornton, Chara. There's your top. Pretty good company. Yeah.
2: And nice uh, the man. way Chara played, that for that the, for him to play as many games, uh, just based on you know the physical style and just being as big as he is, guys who are that big, bodies usually don't last long right um you know and and, and anything you know sports or not like you you, the human body is thats not normal for it to be that large and then to be that large and be a professional athlete in one of the most physically grueling sports possible and to do it for as long as he did that's that's hall of fame if you ask me i Mm -hmm. mean uh out of these three guys if you look at yandel he retires with the most consecutive game played record i believe yep. he holds that at 989 i believe the record is which That's right. our now. guy phil our guy phil will be uh closing in on shortly um yeah but out of those three guys i think char is a hall of famer i'm not sure about pk uh, pk is like that
0: no pk I don't is think that so.
2: hall of very good but not hall of fame he never never had the cup I mean, he got the Predators to the, he got the Predators to the cup final, uh, in 2017. Um, but yeah, Yeah. I think, and and Yandel's another one of those guys that was always like for years, he was like that guy, you like got in fantasy because you're like, oh yeah, he gets points as a defenseman. Let's pick him up. Um, (laughs) but I think Chara is, is a first ballot hall of famer. Um, just, just everything we mentioned, all those games played, uh, a Norris trophy, a Stanley Cup, just it, it, just being that size and being that good was, was one of a kind. You can't think of anybody else like that.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to look at a list and see if I can find Norris Trophy winners not in the Hall of Fame, and this is a very difficult list to find. So I'm sure, I mean, hockey's been around forever, so I'm sure there are some, but uh, it feels like when you win those major awards, sometimes that can help you help your mm-hmm. argument a little bit so it does
2: know. but but the the people who are gonna uh, detract suban is saying he won his norris trophy in a short season
1: yeah um, true
2: which it has a l- little bit of merit to it i think um but yeah i don't um yeah. i put him in the hall of very good not the hall of fame but this,
1: chara for sure gets there yeah i think chara's first ballot There's no doubt. Plus, you think about the markets he played in and, you know, the cups and all that. Like, I think that's a no brainer.
0: Yeah, he's he's a Norris winner. He's a cup winner, played the majority of his career in Boston, is the all time career leader in games played for defensemen. Like that's I think that's that's going to be a a pretty big uh, that'd be a pretty big omission if he was not uh, if he was not
1: included at all. Yeah, by the way, you mentioned uh, Phil Kessel on the Iron Man streak, 982 for Kessel. So he's uh, seven behind Keith Yandel. But if he gets healthy scratched by Vegas, that streak's over. That's what happened to Yandel, right? Didn't he get healthy scratched?
2: No, he was going to. Q he, was going to do it for opening night, and then they talked him
0: out of it. Uh, they bullied him out of it, basically. Yeah, they
2: basically like everybody was like, what is wrong with you? Like, Don't then, do that.
0: But then he he got the record and then it was basically like, OK, you've you've got the record and now you're no longer serviceable here. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Phil in Vegas, I, I can't I can't see him being edged out of the lineup like he's still going to be, I would think, pretty, pretty good. You know, um, I think he's, I you know, he, he's 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 spoken about coming to a team that's actually going to be competitive. I'm. Probably thinking that that's going to light a little bit of a fire under him, uh, just to be like, hey, I'm not, I'm no longer just kind of coasting in Arizona. Um, I'm actually going to be competitive in Vegas, and and it's, I don't know, I I, I feel like there's unless he's egregiously has taken a, many steps back by playing in Arizona for for the, at this portion of his career, I'd imagine he sticks in in Vegas's lineup and is actually you know a solid contributor middle six uh option out there.
1: Yeah, when you look at their I'm just looking at their roster on um cap friendly. It, yeah, it, it does seem like there will certainly be an opportunity for him to play most nights unless he's terrible. You know? Right. Unless he just has all of a sudden lost everything he's ever had. Um right. you know, which you know it happens. Sometimes it happens overnight, right? Like guys just don't have it anymore. Um mm-hmm. but I mean look the he's he's close to the Iron Man streak. They're not gonna they're not gonna not let him get that record in Vegas. There's right. no way.
2: Yeah. I'm sure that was part of the deal. Like, hey, make sure you play me the first eight games of the year, and then after that, we'll roll the dice. Like, well, yeah, sure we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> part of it. I'll take an extra, I'll take a million less than I probably should be getting for you to guarantee you're going to let me set the record, and then
1: we'll move on from there. Right. It's funny. Uh, like, back this, to- Doug Jarvis's record stands for so long, and then you've got yeah. two guys in back to back years uh, passing him. Better, yeah.
2: I think that's and Cogliano to... I don't know why I probably would have broke it too yeah. if he didn't get that suspension a couple years ago.
1: I think that speaks I to think... the, like the technology and the the medicine and the the training differences yeah. of you know like hey, uh, well, yeah, our trainer is a part time uh, you know dog walker. To me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and the game's not nearly as physical as it was True. back when Jarvis played in the 80s and 90s. You can't do most of the stuff those guys had to endure.
1: You can't steal chair um, people anymore. Hey. Right. Yeah. Uh, Right. Yeah.
2: Back to your. I did find one former retired uh, Norris Trophy winner that did not, is not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, There's not many that I could tell here, but Randy Carlisle Mm -hmm. uh, won the Norris Trophy in 1981. um, And he is not in the Hall of Fame. So there we go. There's one guy, Randy Carlisle, who, of course, has um, gone
0: on to a mm,
2: somewhat successful coaching career. Regular season
0: at didn't least. He, he uh didn't he win the cup with the Ducks in uh, 07? Was he the head coach?
2: I thought that was Babcock. No, wasn't
0: that Babcock no. got them to the final in in '03? Uh,
2: right. believe yeah. Um. Let me see. It was here Randy for... Carlisle. Yep. It yeah. was yes, so yeah. I guess that would be considered. a s that's what got him uh, eleven more years of coaching?
0: Yeah, yeah. You win one cup, you get an automatic decade of 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 coaching yeah. experience. You know what? Career sure, uh,
1: five seventy six win percentage. He was four seventy five, three thirty four, and one fifteen overall. So not too bad. I mean, that's that's solid. That's pretty good. Not
0: terrible. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Not yeah. terrible. I
0: mean, so yeah.
1: Seems that's like one, one guy. I'm
2: the... sure there's a couple others, but. That's the first one I found. That yeah, but, off
0: the list going.
2: That guy's yeah. not in the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the list too, and there's a lot of Hall of Famers. Out here. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, yeah, considering that for like a decade it was only Bobby Orr who won the award. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Yeah, sixty eight to seventy five, all Bobby Orr. But yeah. yeah, Red Kelly, Doug Harvey, Tom Johnson, Pierre Pallat, uh, Jacques Lapierre, Harry Howell, Bobby Orr, first seven years. Uh, Dennis very Larry Robinson. There's he might Randy be the only
2: one He might be the only one of the non active guys yeah. that
0: aren't in it. Doug Wilson, Rob Langway, Paul Coffey, Ray Bork, Chris Chelios, Brian Leach, Rob Blake, Al uh, oh, no, McKinnis. I, I
2: found another one Jacques Lapierre. He's not in it? Oh, he is. Never mind. Disregard.
0: He's <laughs> I was going to say a Norris winner with the Montreal Canadiens in the 60s. I feel like I feel like that's an automatic. No, he's, I was,
2: I was, I was um, distracted by his, uh, Offset eyeballs in his picture on a Hockey Reference. There, <laughs> he's literally looking in two uh, opposite directions.
1: That's how he won so, Norris. You can't yeah, get past. Yeah, guy. He, he was able everything. to cover
2: the left and right wing. <laughs> right that's, that a, movement. Uh, that's mean.
0: His his funny. uh his vision <laughs> rating. His vision rating in NHL is one hundred. You can see the entire ice.
1: uh well, that's a solid segue as any. So let's move on to our uh, <laughs> our part of our Top Shelf Tuesday topic. But first want to remind everybody that PointsBet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games this football season. Which means before I could read this ad to you on a Sunday, you'd be able to place a live same-game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out on your live second half over bet. With PointsBet, you have access to more live football markets more than ever before build the perfect live same game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game that includes spreads totals player props and more choose the outcome of the next drive and the next points with points bet lightning bets so whether you're on the move or on the couch do it live on points bet download the points bet app today use the code chgo when you sign up and you'll get your two first two risk for, I'm sorry you'll get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services.
2: What's, how do you even make betting on sports better? How about betting on a game that you're actually at that you saved a ton of money getting tickets to? And for that, you can go check out our friends over at Game Time Tickets. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever. To score the best deals on tickets to sporting events, concerts, and shows, <clears throat> have you ever dreamed that you can of sitting in a seat that you thought you never could have? a fifty yard line seat, say at a Chicago Houston football game hey. this Sunday, yeah. maybe right on the glass at a Hawks game. Well, it's possible with the GameTime app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You will not find a better deal this season on your Blackhawks tickets. GameTime is created by fans for the fans and guarantees the lowest price. So if you love CHO, then you'll love Game Time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link that you'll find in all of our podcast descriptions Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. I've told people, they've asked me all off season, what's the best way to get Blackhawks tickets? Well, I've always told them, pick out the day you want to go, and then wait till like an hour before game time. Use the Game Time app, and then get your tickets. You're going to save a ton of money. Uh, just great deals that can't be beat. So once again, wherever you're listening to our podcast. Scroll down in the in the description. You'll find a link there for game time. Click it, buy some tickets, help us out, and have a great time. Yeah, and you could definitely buy some tickets to that game uh, for the Bears or, or I'm sorry, Chicago versus Houston <laughs> professional football tilt at the, the Field of Soldiers this Sunday. <laughs> um, because you can join us at the corner of Michigan and Roosevelt. Well, not actually at the corner, but in the parking lot that's at that intersection. <laughs> and uh join us for a tailgate. The first ever CHGO Bears football tailgate. Uh, You want to talk about deals. $34. Got to buy a ticket before you show up. But it's 34 bucks. You get all you can eat, all you can drink. There'll be a DJ with live music. We'll have some games. Lots of fun. Um, A lot of our CHGO... Uh, personalities will be there. We're looking forward to hanging out with you guys. So, thirty-four bucks gets you one heck of a party this Sunday. It's going to be a nice day on Sunday too. Um, so it's one of the few tailgating opportunities where it's going to be nice out. So you should take advantage of that. Uh, go to allchgo.com and you'll see the banner there to click on to get your tickets.
1: Are you guys going? Yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to be it's there going to be too. be fun. I, We're gonna be there. I looked up parking uh, prices, and unfortunately, the Game Time app does not have parking on it. Uh, uh, the closest, cheapest spot seventy dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'll be taking the Metro Electric uh, as I do and jumping off at the Museum Campus and, and and hoofing it over there. But looking forward to seeing everybody out there. It's gonna be a great time. Uh, come uh, hang out and drink some yeah. beers and eat some encased meats. It's gonna be a great always always a good time. Yeah. All right. So, Mario, yesterday uh, after the show, like like right after the show, actually, you sent us the uh, EA Sports NHL 23 has uh, published their uh, ratings for what I saw so far is the top 10 right wings and then the top 10 fastest wings. Um, So they also
0: have. uh, Yeah, they also have their left wings. As well, oh, interesting. So they and covered
1: that, they covered all the wings, and they just put out defensemen. Spoiler: no Black Hawks on there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you one stab at who the fastest defenseman is, though. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Don't think too hard. <laughs> Connor Murphy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Wow, you nailed it on the first try. <laughs> Same initials. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Speaking of Norris winners. Yep. Kale McCarr, 96 speed.
0: Fastest good. defenseman. Yeah, that's uh, it's hard to uh, hard to argue there. I think they undersold them. It's it's it, these these ratings are always so interesting for like speed because it's just like yeah like the guys who are the fastest easily stand out. Connor McDavid, Kale McCarr, like these guys easily stand out as like straight line speed. But they had uh, they had the fastest wings, and on there. At 92 speed is Patrick Kane, and also on there at 92 speed is Alex DeBrincat. And I get that these guys are quick, fast skaters, but as far as straight line speed, are they really the in the top ten of fastest wings?
1: See, I'm like now- I can't,
0: I can't think, I can't think of too many examples where, at least recently where DeBrinkat and Kane were like speeding straight line down the wing and like burned a guy. Like I can't really think of too many
1: examples where that was the case. I think part Unless of this Unless I'm wrong, I don't know. Part of this might be having to like you know, cuz it's a lot more complex than it was like in the Sega Genesis games, right? Um so there's now mm-hmm. you have like maybe 15 categories of statistics. And if you need to make... Yeah, it's good in depth. Because like, if you look at Patrick Kane, like his attributes, like he's not a hard hitter. He's not a, you know what I mean? Like he's not a good defender. So all these things are going to yeah. tank his ratings. So I feel like they need to find a way to A, make his rating good enough, right? And B, mm-hmm. when you actually are using him in the game, make him be as effective as he would be in the NHL. So I think they probably do boost right. his speed up a little bit to give him a little bit of an advantage because, yeah, he is not mm-hmm. one of the 10. Fa- I, and look, who knows if they if you lined up, you know, 15 right wingers at the at the goal line and had him race to the other. Who knows how fast Patrick Kane would be? But you're right. We never see him really like, wow, Patrick Kane just blasted by a guy. It's usually stick handling yeah. through somebody or being in the right place at the right time or just having that, you know, those instincts that he has that are so much higher than anybody else. Uh, but, yeah, speed's never really been a thing, especially when the puck's going the other way. <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah right that's
2: when that imaginary piano shows up again <laughs> yeah, um, exactly yeah speed is not something I I think of when I think of Alex derinkket
0: like
1: yeah do they
2: do they consider speed and quickness the same thing because they're quick well there's an agility I wouldn't exactly there's, there's an
0: there's an agility rating so I would think for for Kane and for debrinka those agility ratings would be high. Higher right. than speed, I I would I would imagine because that's that's more of their game is being able to be more elusive than straight line just skating past somebody. That's right but would yeah, continue. I think I I think Jay to your point about you know equalizing the ratings so that some of these guys are some of the best players overall. They do have to you know balance things out because Patrick Kane's. I'm sure his defensive awareness rating tanks his overall. So right. they have to think, OK, he he, he provides nothing defensively, but he, his offensive skills and his hands and whatnot need to elevate him up to, you know, the level where he where he should be. Now, the level where he should be and the level where he is in this uh, upcoming NHL 23 game, uh, I think are very different spots. Because if you saw yesterday, EA Sports, uh, the, the top 10 right wings in the game. Uh, Patrick Kane is the number one right wing in EA NHL 2023 with a 93 overall rating. Uh, beating out second place at 92, Nikita Kucherov. Uh, third place, 91. Uh, and fourth place, 91, Miko Rantanen and David Pasternak. I love Patrick Kane. <laughs> I think he is one of the mo- he is one of the most fun players to to watch and to play with in the game. He is not the best right winger in the NHL right now. He is very much not. And the fact that he is the highest rated right wing overall and when you look at the left wing ratings the top three are all 92 overall Jonathan Huberdo, Artemi Panarin, and Alex Ovechkin. Meaning, of all wingers in the NHL right now in the video game, Patrick Kane is rated the highest winger in the game. That ain't true. Yeah, no, I don't. It's categorically I, 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 not true. And the
2: fact that they have Alex it, Sixth and right wingers, even though he's played nothing but left wing the last he's a couple. At least of they singers. don't have
0: him as a center anymore. They fixed. They True. fixed that. Mark Stone at number
2: seven. No, he's not the seventh best right winger in hockey. Uh, I don't yeah. agree with that. Even they even got Vladimir Tarasenko in the top ten. You know what year is this? Um, <laughs> Two
0: thousand fifteen, apparently. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I, I get it. They're not. They're not fantasy guys. They're not they're 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 top 10 in their video game so i i i guess but yeah i don't yeah, i don't I just, agree
1: i don't agree with those the rankings. people in the comments really seem to agree with this list oh yeah <laughs> they're like oh, yeah of course. I I, i'm gonna murder I, your I, family like geez, i take tweeted it, it out easy, folks
0: i tweeted it out i said patrick kane's the number one right wing in the game i'm sure everyone agrees with that right
1: <laughs> like Damn. You know what's good I mean, though? It will make the Hawks somewhat playable this year in the game because that yeah. Otherwise, hey, I don't know you where know what? Sam Lafferty falls on the list, but uh
2: you're gonna win grind. the cup with them anyway, because you're a coaching genius. So right. um you right. know what this all this is is just extra bargaining leverage for Kyle Davidson at the trade deadline. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, EA Sports says he's the best right winger in the game. Hey, have you seen I
0: want an extra first
2: round pick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ninety six speed MFers, How give are you it up. A-
0: how are you going to argue with the, with uh, the NHL ratings, right?
1: Yeah. yeah
2: I mean, this just just drives his trade value through the roof. I gotta Thank say you,
1: sports playing the game over the years. I play every year. I am a suck. I've played it every year since it's come out on the Genesis. I love it. It's I know it is yeah. highly flawed. I, I'm a sucker for it. I feel like you have to give the EA NHL crew a little bit of uh, leeway because they don't have a huge budget to work with. It's clearly not a priority, uh, property for EA so they kind of have to just do what they can do with what they have it should be better and I wish that 2k or somebody would jump in and offer some competition but um, I still enjoy playing it every year right I have to say like to me Patrick Kane has never been that great of a video game player for me he's always been I mean you know like if I play through a season he'll be among my team leaders just because he's on the ice a lot but I've never found him to be like the dominant hockey video game character that he seems like he should be, right? Like when you look at the tool set and you look at the way they they rank him, you would think Patrick Kane would be this unstoppable force in video games. And for me anyway, he just hasn't been. I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's there's, there's weird guys that always seem to, you know, we all remember, you know, Jeremy Roenick in NHL 94 is, mm-hmm. it's like he's the Michael Vick and Madden, right? It's almost like cheating to use him. Because yeah. back then, when you had six categories or seven categories of ratings, Ronick was high in all of them, so he was the perfect player. But it was so weird. I the guy that would always kill me in video games in the NHL games was was uh, Slava Kozlov. It's just the mm. way... Anytime <laughs> I would play the Red Wings, he he would have like two goals and two assists on me. Every it was the strangest thing. Yeah, the strangest thing. But. Yeah, Patrick Kane's ever been that uh, that dominant for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I feel like in I feel like in in recent years the NHL game has has done a better job of making the the players that are rated higher and that have like those standout skills. They've made them stand out more because you know, th- there's more categories, there's more things that that certain players can be specifically better at. And I remember, you know, a a, a number of years ago, maybe almost 10 years ago, um you could stick handle just as fast with a guy like Patrick Kane as you could with like a guy like John Scott like i remember there was a youtube video <laughs> where someone was like i'm 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 just doing the back and forth like stick handling and they're going at the same pace and i'm like john scott would lose that puck in a second like but they've done so much to to change that and i think i'm i'm excited to play the the, the new version the newest version because they've made a point in in the last few years to be like the best players at specific skills, feel like the best players at those skills. So so Connor McDavid, I'm sure is going to be the fastest player in the game. Uh-huh. Um unless they make him and McCar the same speed, but even either way, McCar and McDavid straight line speed, you're going to see it in the game, you're going to feel it in the game. Patrick Kane, I'm sure the stick handling mechanic is going to make him feel like the best stick handler in the game. Which is which is what it what it should do, um, but but then you you kind of get into the weeds with like some of these guys who are like, just like like I think about like a Mark Stone like how do you his best thing that he does is is the defensive aspect as a forward how do you make that stand out to where you know he is, where he feels like using him as a two way guy defensively feels important because in in the video game it's got it's kind of just like most of the time forwards you don't really think about them defensively unless they're centers and you're you know you it's it's the sulky problem right but like how do you how do you make that stand out and i i think the game has done a good job of like trying to trying to make those skills stand out i think um i didn't play the last the last version just because uh it was released right when i had my daughter yeah, so priorities in life things <laughs> things were a little a little different but um you know, the, the like sp- specific like X factors and stuff that they had. I think they added that into where, you know, certain guys would be a lot better at, at like intercepting pucks or like if they do a saucer pass, it's like way more accurate than than anyone else, like things like that.
1: Yeah, Seth um, Jones had the uh, puck interception uh, X factor. And yeah. it was fun. like you'd play with him and anytime he'd be like in the in the crease and they drove a cross ice pass he'd intercept and little octopus would pop up over his head. Like that was the kind of like the (laughs) the icon for it. And I will say the X factor thing they added last year, last year was the best I've ever played with Patrick Kane because he has like tape to tape as one of them. So he's a great passer. And I think there was a stick handling one, which I can't recall the name of, um, yeah. And as you use these guys and do these things, you it does like you can see it activate like on the icon. So they did do a better job last year of making the star players feel like star players. Because basically yeah. what it's doing is just in that moment boosting the ratings, right? Right. So,
0: They're giving you just that moment of like, oh, he's a superstar at doing this specific skill. So he's gonna stand out.
1: Yeah. So I think for like a defensive forward, you're talking about Mark Stone, probably his his poke check is probably a little more effective than your average players, you know, where you try it and will work more often, or yeah. he finishes checks better, you know, those sort of things. But I, I I don't envy the people that make these games, especially like people who are really hard on the EA series. Uh and and look, like it's you're paying 60, 70 bucks for a game. You have the right to speak out about it. But a game like hockey has to be incredibly difficult to program because so many things are happening yeah in in the in the in you know in a shift or whatever there's bounces there's deflections there's re- like all these things are have to be programmed into a game whereas like okay you play Madden and you've got the line play you've got the route running but once a pass is thrown only so many things can happen with that pass right the defender's area can deflect it intercept it receiver catches it drops it that's it right in mm-hmm. hockey there's so many outcomes every single moment that it's got to be a really difficult task to program. So I do excuse a little bit um, that they're not able to just completely reinvent the wheel every year. Yeah. You
2: know? I I haven't played the NHL series since uh, 18 was the last one I got. I kind of just got bored with it. It was a lot of the same thing over and over again. And it, it started to become too complicated for me, all these different deeks and stuff. And then they just they kind of only pay attention to the online stuff i don't play the online games i just want to either do a dynasty or i love the be a pro mode where you can play in juniors and you you play the game only your shifts you know i like that stuff so i haven't gotten in a while but i'll get it this year and give it a give it a whirl and see what kind of improvements there are but i just i i'm not into the and it's kind of you know uh, soured me on a lot of sports games i'm not into like the actual, like, simulation of a game. I don't need to, like, control the guy's left and right legs. Like, I just want <laughs> to move him in a direction, pass or shoot. Like, I just like it's yeah. simple. Like, I'm an old school guy. I just, I don't care about it being super realistic. I just want it to be fun and easy to play. And it seemed like a lot of these sports games, they're getting so over... Thought out, and you got to use nine buttons just to move a guy. You know, it's it's just just let me use the arrow to point him where he, <laughs> he goes where I point him, yeah. and he shoots the puck when I ask him to. That's all I
0: want. Well, I think it. I think they have the the gameplay, game style, and controls that mimic like NHL '94 is what what kind of what you're talking about in 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 the updated game. You got like seven. Yeah, I know they have, yeah. they have they have very
2: variation settings. But I,
0: I think what what I think what EA could do and what would be very smart for them from a business standpoint is is just release a like, I don't know, 999 version of NHL 23 where it's just like simplified. Like you basically have like an NHL 94, but it's all the updated guys, all the updated, you know, all, all the the it's it's basically NHL 23, but just the bare bones simplified like play now. Simple Dynasty uh, and, and all the controls are just simplified. Like, I think they yeah. would be smart to kind of separate that and be like,
1: here's yeah. a, a little thing for here's the for... version
2: for old guys that don't have the time yeah. to figure out
1: all these controls. See, now, that's interesting because, you know, as we see all these sports games and all games really moving to like these micro transactions where, you know, if you're going to play yeah. hockey ultimate team, you're going to at least probably pay for the upgraded version of the game so your team doesn't suck for The first three months and sap yeah. the life out of you so you get a head start on building your team. Um, but games like you know, Call of Duty Warzone is hugely popular. That game is free, Warzone is free, so you can go do mm-hmm. their you know, the it's like the Fortnite model, like the Battle Fortnite, Royale model. Yeah. Um, but then you can buy into their battle pass and buy weapons and do microtransactions yeah. that way. Maybe that's the way games are headed and say, Look, we're going to give you the bare bones version of this and it. And you can put as much money into it as you'd like. And for me, like, for a game like Warzone that I play now and again, I'm not great at it. I've had some top 10 finishes. Like, that's as good as I've done. Fine. But, like, all right, well, the game was free, so maybe I'll pay, you know, five or ten bucks here and there to make my character a little better. Or, oh, cool, that guy looks like the, like I saw there's like, the ghost from Scream is, like, one of the costumes. (laughs) Like, that's cool. I'll pop $5.99 for that because the game is free. Right. So, I don't know. I think the game companies in general are going to have to kind of reinvent the way they sell things um, and promote things and and honestly release them because so many people don't even go buy the hard disk anymore. No. So that should theoretically take some money off the cost, right? They don't have to mass produce all these games. Um, Right. I, I don't know. It's an interesting concept of like, yeah, like NHL 23, like the simple version or what you just do is EA Sports NHL and every year it just keeps updating and as you, you know, as you mm-hmm. add more features and you find more tech, you update it with a patch and then people just kind of keep paying into it as they go, right? Oh, pay for, you know, it's $20 for the uh, 23 update, you know, with right. new uniforms and new all the trades are made and all that stuff. I feel like a lot more people would, would get into it if you're, if you're not asking for, you know, 70 bucks off the hop. That's tough for people to do, and I know it costs a lot more to produce a game these days. But it's almost like I don't know if you make it affordable, more people are going to do it, and then in the microtransactions are going to make all the difference. Like every year, I'm on the fence about NBA 2K, Mm -hmm. but like I'm not. It's a great game. I just don't love basketball or know it that well. But now and again, I want to play it. So there should be some kind of free mode. Or trial mode or whatever that I can do and yeah. see if I like it. I don't know. Yeah,
2: like like the like the uh, websites. You get ten games free before you got to buy it. You know, like <laughs> yeah. when you get when you go to the whatever the Sun Times and you get five free articles before you have to get a subscription. Do mm-hmm. something like that. You can download the game for free and then play five or ten full games and then you got to pay for it if you want to keep going.
1: So EA has a thing called EA Play. Which I believe is it's either 1999 or 29.99 a year and it gives you five days early access to all the games that come out from EA. and then you get 10 hours of gameplay. So like Madden comes out, you can try that's like I had no intention of buying Madden this year and I did the EA play trial and I'm like, all right, this is significantly better than it has been, so I got it. Yeah. Um, and I think that helped them a lot, right? Because a lot of people are like, screw this, I'm never buying this again. And right, And they improve it and they, and they get to see. And then like towards, I would say maybe like July or August, NHL or yeah, probably like July, NHL 22 became free on EA Play. So you could just download it and play it. Right. So after you know a certain amount of time, the games become free. So if you're willing to pop that per year, 30 bucks per year to just give all the EA games a try, some, something like that. like that. I think that's a, a decent model. Yeah, I think we're he-
2: we're right. heading that direction. We're asking people to buy a $70 disc every year. I know a lot of people download it. I still buy the disc just because it slows everything down. It takes seven days to download some of <laughs> these games. I just want to play it. Even right. when you buy the discs, you pop it in and you still download and crap down- for two days. Oh. It's it's yeah, it's so annoying. Just what happened to the game, the days where here I go, here comes the old man, get off my lawn routine again. But <laughs> what happened to the days where you just put a freaking game in the console and you just
1: played it. And it's ready to go. You just yeah. go. Well, now the like, new I, thing is you get a sports game and like, okay, like Madden, you download Madden and then they make you play a, like a game you don't want to play first. Like you had to play yeah. the Super Bowl or this year it was actually pretty cool. They did like a tribute to John Madden. So it was like two all Madden teams played each other when you launched oh, the game. that's cool. And then throughout the game, the commentators are telling you all about John Madden's life, like his career. There's like a special halftime show. So that was actually something I was interested in doing. That was actually That's pretty cool. cool. Cause it was like yeah. Brett Favre and you know Chris Carter, like all those guys. And uh so you get to play with some of the legends. Barry Sanders, I think, was one of them. Um nice. so that was cool. But usually it's like you have to play as the I, I always remember the first time they did this was the Steelers and Cardinals after that Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> play this game. Let well, me we play Bears and Packers. It's what I do first every year. Don't right, force yeah. me
2: to play this game. It <laughs> did. Uh, did in that all Madden game? Did Brett Favre get uh, subpoenaed at halftime? <laughs>
1: that was a special <laughs> halftime show. I mean, like, you gotta FBI be realistic. Agent, you gotta go for it, man. Yeah, FBI agent parachutes onto the field and just like grabs Brett right by the waist and then just gets like you know uh, what do you like Batman's psh, his little gun yeah. that shoots him up in yeah. the air. Yep, that was yeah. it. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's a that's authentic, man. I like there that. There you go. Wow.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I think I, I think there's there's definitely a lot of ways where you know the, the game experience can improve, and I think with the NHL series they've they've done that uh, in the last few seasons, last few years a little bit. I know they 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 promoted this massive overhaul of like the Be a Pro mode or whatever, which is a mode that like like Greg was talking about. I don't play a lot of the the online modes, the the World of Chell and all that stuff. I don't do that I like playing franchise mode I like doing the BeA pro and they had this massive overhaul of the be pro mode and people were like clamoring for it oh, for years like you got to fix this mode got to fix this mode they they did and I remember playing it and being excited it was like oh it's cool it has like this storyline thing to it and you know it has it has all these different like dynamics to it and then you know, it was it was like, oh, you know, your rookie season, you make an impact in the league and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and then you finish your rookie season and you go into the next year and it's basically the same thing. And you go into the next year and it's the same thing. And after playing like three seasons with my B-A-Pro, I was like, OK, so this mode is basically good for like a year. And then it's the same thing over and over and
1: over. And, and it's, I, I it's, no matter it's how hard bad you are, you're the first overall pick too. <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah
0: that was the other thing i was like okay i i played in the like and the other thing that i loved about the the be a mode before they overhauled it was like like greg said like you play like two seasons or three seasons in junior and then you go into the draft and stuff like it felt more authentic to being like oh i'm a prospect coming up the the ranks or whatever with the overhaul it was like oh you only play in like the memorial cup and then you go into the draft and i'm like well kind of wanted i kind of like playing on some of these junior yeah, teams and i like
2: playing know? a full season in the ohl and then yeah my my biggest part about that too is like yeah you, you you you're an okay player in juniors and then you're like a first round pick by tampa and then you're in the opening night like you don't play any time in the ahl like right. can i play a season in the ahl i think that'd be fun to do too like yeah and then it's like nope you're you're a top pairing defenseman right on opening night as a rookie. Like no, that's not how yeah. this works.
0: Yeah, I, I I remember I played. Uh, you know, I, I I I played like the the Memorial Cup. I I had like I don't know seven or eight points in like four games or something, and it was like you were the number two overall pick, and I was like a seventy overall. I'm like that makes no sense because <laughs> usually when you do these, you know, when when you do these games and like you see like you know the the top two or top three picks in the league each year, they're always like, you know, when the rating actual ratings come out for the games, they're like, Oh, 80 overall or something like, like McDavid's rookie year. He was like, he came into the league as like an 84. Like, so (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm 70 overall. And now I'm the number one center, like two games into the regular season, right out of junior, like what the hell's happening here? Uh, So, so I, I, I think they do a lot to like, be like, Oh, okay, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna change the presentation and do all this stuff. But. It's it's to your point, Jay, it's it's really hard to satisfy everyone. And what is what is good about the NHL game is that the gameplay itself has always been phenomenal, like playing the game, getting into, you know, just 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 the on ice playing the game has always been great. It's always felt really authentic to like what you would imagine playing a a realistic hockey game would would feel like. Mm -hmm it's just everything around it is like could be so much better and you talk about NBA 2K like i feel like they have almost perfected the presentation around the game and it's it's a shame that ea basically has outside of outside of nba 2k there is no competition to ea in the sports in the sports games anymore because there used to be two there 2k used to have football uh used to have <clears throat> hockey and You know, it it would it would force Madden and the NHL franchise to be better. And I remember, you know, back in in the the late 2000s, early 2010s, when those when those games were, you know, stopped being produced. That's kind of when you saw like a little bit, especially in, in the NHL series, where it was just like, okay, the game's kind of just getting recycled. And it's a little bit of just the same thing year after year, because they probably knew okay, we're going to allocate some funds differently for funding for these games. And we don't have any competition in the NHL world or in the, in the football world anymore. So the, the time and effort and whatnot put into the product is probably going to change a little bit. So I, I just think the, the actual gameplay has always been great. It's just the presentation around it is just, it's, it's needed tweaks year over year. And I just, I don't know. I kind of wish that the the offline modes would be able to catch up to the everything that's in the the online mode.
1: Yeah, it's you know what else has always bugged me too about the offline is how can there not be a way to have rosters updated in real time? Like, right? I mean? Like if if there's a MLB the show does it, you can go play that day's games with the set lineups every day. And yeah, it takes manpower to make that happen. But with so many transactions in the NHL, I would love to just play like an authentic season. And if a guy gets traded and I turn the game on that night, he's not on my team anymore. I would love to Ooh. do that. I would love to play like that. But I, I guess, I don't know. I, I, I think it just must be that they probably survey what the fans want or they get feedback on stuff. And like you're talking about like- with the be a pro they definitely people, get feedback. Yeah, most people probably just <laughs> don't they want to go not. through the whole junior season in the eight. Like to us, that's cool, but I think to most people, they'd be like, "Just give me the NHL, and I want to be good." Right. You know. So in that case, just yeah. create yourself and put yourself on a team. That kind of defeats the whole purpose of be a pro to me. But right, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> we'll see. I do miss the two K games. I miss the uh, remember uh, NHL hits. The like really arcade ish. Yes. Oh uh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. That was got- one
0: of the, that was one of the first games I had on the, uh, on the original Xbox it was NHL hits 2002 played the hell out of that game. And that was so much fun.
1: We got Addy uh, a couple years ago. She really got into rock band. My buddy uh, Micah was like a rock band guitar hero, like YouTube star back in the day. So nice. we kept this thing and we brought it out for a party and the kids like Addy, Addy's 12. So her friends like really loved it. So I went to play it, not play it sports, sports um, half race books, and found like a cheap Xbox 360 and bought it. So I'm like, wait a minute, this opens up a world of possibilities. So I got NHL hits Mm. playing that. So yeah, it's it's fun. Those games were fun. And like what Greg is saying, like the simplicity, you know, A is shoot, B is check. Let's go, you know, Mm -hmm. like, yeah,
2: I mean, I'm, I'm a gray beard here. My favorite hockey game of all time is still Blades of steel. That game was (laughs) the best, so simple and just, you know, Get the get the fight going, and you know, blades of steel and and double dribble. Those games were the were the were the best back then. Um,
1: I, I still my favorite hockey game is still the midway two on two open ice challenge with Derek King on the Islanders. Um, <laughs> love that. I I still play that. I love that game. It's amazing. Um, yeah, but you're, you're right. The simplicity when we when we reminisce and and we're nostalgic about video games, it's never because like the modes were. There's so many awesome modes. No, it was the game was fun to play.
2: Yeah, yeah. like Techmo Super Bowl. Yeah. Is still one of my favorite football games of all time. And you literally had eight plays to choose from. Right. Four running <laughs> plays, four passing plays. That was it. Right.
1: Yeah. And Dan Marino and it, couldn't realistically throw 110 yards if he wanted to. But in right. Techmo Bowl, he couldn't. It was fun as hell. <laughs> and yeah, you,
2: you picked Bo Jackson and you ran the Charlie Brown pattern down the field. and it was You were unbeatable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You were unbeatable. Yeah exactly
2: it, it, you know i love that game because if you pick the, the same play that the other guy picked when you were on defense like all 11 guys automatically just got to the ball like <laughs> yeah, it, it was like the bears little... offensive line <laughs> yeah it was yeah. it was a ton of fun and like i remember those old school games like the first time like Tecmo Bowl came out or then Tecmo super bowl when it had all the teams and you got to play multiple seasons with yeah. all the teams and all the players i'll never forget the first time i i saw at a a friend's house rbi baseball that was the first game that had the major league players on it and i was just like blown away like oh my god i can actually play as ryan sandberg granted you look at it now and you're like this is just silly but at the time (laughs) you know seven eight years old that it was the coolest thing i'd ever seen in my life Uh, yeah it would would track
1: stats and all that like that was that was great it saved the,
2: your game. It wasn't just playing one game as random lips on a screen. It saved everything. And you got to play that felt real. And then you look back at it now and go, God, this was so silly. But, you know, it, that's as a kid, that's all you cared about. Like, just wanted it to be somewhat real.
1: Tell you know, me a better it, feeling it, than your your Tecmo player sprinting out of the hospital in full Full uniform, getting ready for the next game. Uh When you're playing yeah. your season mode, like, oh, Walter, Walter Payton's out of the hospital. Here comes Bo Jackson. He's back. Marion Butts. He's doing great. <laughs> Christian McCoy
2: is healthy this week. You guys are screwed. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Well, that yeah. was fun.
2: Yeah. So what
0: I what I what I remember um, as 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 a kid is when uh, when games would get like the official licensing, so they could use player names and stuff i remember playing um ken griffey baseball on super nintendo when i when i was younger and it was like i would i would always play with the mariners because it's like well ken griffey is on the cover he's awesome and he's in the game so i'm going to play as the mariners because i can at least play as ken griffey no one else in the game was the real player now they they would have some player models like you know uh the 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 guy batting cleanup on the white Sox. his name was i i always remember this the guy batting cleanup on the white Sox. his name was big magoo and he was this big hulking guy and i was like oh that's frank thomas okay like i I, like tommy francis at first base yeah right right and so i remember when um uh i remember when the when the game got like licensing and you could use all the player name i was like oh like like you said like it's it's feeling like okay it's it this is real now it's not just like oh i'm just playing a baseball game it's like oh i'm playing like an mlb baseball game with all the player names um so i remember that being like really cool uh a really cool thing when when i was younger it's like oh yeah like now it's like real and stuff i'm using the real players like i remember in in the early maddens too you could have like the like classic rosters but none of the players had the names so it was just yeah. like, oh, it's like quarterback n- number number five or whatever, yeah. And it would, but it, but you would know, like, oh, okay, well, I remember whose number that was and all that stuff. So,
2: uh, well, there was a while on on the Genesis NBA games, um, the, the EA Sports, where they didn't get the right. They had every player's name except Michael Jordan. Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan didn't, so yeah. he was just PG twenty three on the on the Bulls, but you knew who he was and he was still the best player in the game. But right um that stuff was fun i remember a, a baseball game on genesis 2 i can't remember the name of it but it was they used the backdrops of the actual ballparks like when you mm. like it was like you had the eye your view was like of the catcher even when you were hitting and it. it had like the backdrops of the real ballparks and that was the first game that did that too which was a lot of fun and and I want them to, to bring back the NCA football games. Like, what's going on with that? Every those, year,
0: those are every year. Back. My buddy
2: Joe, I know he's listening. Shout out to Joe. He sends me uh, some tweet every year. They're finally bringing back NCA football, and it never happens. Like he sent me that literally a couple weeks ago. And my reply was, "Dude, you've sent me this twelve years in a row. <laughs> stop, stop getting my hopes up. I always love the NCA football it, games better than Madden. Next summer, it is."
0: It is coming back, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh-huh. excited to see Whatever, what it's going to be. I believe it. No, it's like it. real, like real Here. press releases and stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, speaking I of think... the Griffey thing, by the way, the Athletic did an entire story on the guys who named the fake players and how oh, yeah. and how they came up with them. Yeah, oh, so I'll send this to you, uh, and maybe we'll tweet it out after the show tweet. But it's it's really fun. like Sammy Sosa in the game was E Crash. Um, what was, uh, I just saw here was Sandberg was, was it Ullman or Ulrich? Something was, uh, Sandberg's. Yeah. Uh, B Ulrich was Ryan Sandberg's yeah. name and not all of them had reasoning behind them, but, uh, look up that article. It's great. It, it's, it's just really is like insightful as to how they came up with the names for these players in that game.
0: One, one thing that I'll always remember in, in uh, this will be my last, like, like all, remembering point about video games but in mlb two, 2005 uh or MV, mvp baseball 2005. still the best every i i have it I, I i still have my original xbox i still have mvp 2005. i i played it a lot uh, a couple of years ago um just to like reminisce but what's great about that game is the legend of John Dowd yep, left left fielder for the San Francisco Giants who was a 99 overall and uh, was was the replacement for Barry Bonds who mm-hmm. in that year declined the the licensing agreement from the MLBPA so you had to have the best at the time the best player in the game uh, was not able to did not want to be in the game uh, and so John Dowd, who as, uh, as, as you, uh, if, if you do some research, uh, was a producer for the game for EA sports at the time, uh, just got his, got his name into the game as, as Barry Bonds. And and that was the, uh, the legend there. I, I remember, um, as a kid being like, not really paying attention to like, oh, Barry Bonds isn't in the game. I remember playing as a kid and like going like through like a dynasty mode or whatever. And it was like, oh, the 2005 MVP was John Dowd. I'm like, who the fuck is John Dowd? <laughs> and then I had to like, oh, it's Barry Bonds. Like, oh, okay, I get it now. It's like,
2: yeah. John Dowd, brother of Blackhawks legend Jim Dowd.
0: Yeah, might well, as well be.
1: I thought, hold on a minute. Wasn't it? I'm trying to find out the real reason for that. I thought it was because it wasn't Bonds a scab player during the strike so he wasn't part of the MLBPA or am I think I might be thinking of somebody no. else no I, I don't think that that doesn't sound
0: I, I I I was reading it here it said that he declined the like declined to like agree to have his likeness oh, okay. like in the game that,
1: that tracks with him something like that yeah right renowned putt Yeah, record. Who wants free money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh one of my early memories at the score like back in the days before I knew better they're like, hey Jay, go out uh, to Wrigley and help out uh David Schuster. He's doing the reporting and see if you he can help get a guest on. I'm like, yeah, cool. I don't know. I don't that sounds great. So I got to go in the field at Wrigley and I went to Barry Bonds and asked him if he wanted to do a radio interview. And I think his head turned in like three hundred and sixty degrees. He's like, No man, I don't do that shit. I'm like, Okay. I just if you said yes, I'd be a hero. So it doesn't yeah, hurt that. Right. It doesn't hurt that. Yeah, dads, shoot, your, but... <laughs> shoot, shoot your shot, man. Go for it. I yeah. mean, I th- Did he... you
2: ask him if uh, John Dowd was available? <laughs> <laughs> man, Excuse
1: here. me, sir. Do you know where John Dowd is? I'd like to talk to him. Yeah. He was, I mean, is just massive. And, and then Schuster introduced me to Sammy Sosa, who was like covered in sweat. And you could like see the blood coursing through his veins. I'm like, good Lord. These just guys are dripping steroids. It smells like. It's yeah. stuff, like H H what is it H G H H G H yeah. yeah anyway that was a fun memories before I knew to not go talk to Barry Bonds because uh, he <laughs> will kill you with his eyes which you did
0: yeah
1: all right let's wrap this up that was a fun uh, final Top Shelf Tuesday one final reminder uh, we are always presented by PointsBet in this football season PointsBet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games that means you can place live same game parlays bet on the next drive to be a touchdown and cash out your live second half bet. So whether you're on the move or on the couch, do it live with PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today. Sign up with code CHGO to get your two risk-free bets up to $2,000. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Okay, final Top Shelf Tuesday. We had our final mailbag Monday. The season, believe it or not, is here. Wednesday, Wednesday. Kyle Davidson and Luke Richardson will speak. We will be there. Then we'll be live at 30 from West Loop Studios. Training camp officially opens Thursday at 10 a.m. We'll be there. Then we'll be live at 30. Hockey season is here. We are on. And we will have our first post-game show a week from today. Oh, Let's man. F and go, fellas. Oh, we made it through the summer. Somehow we did it, but we did it.
0: You know, we thought it was going to drag, and we had plenty of things to talk about. So I've, I appreciate the Blackhawks for uh, for giving us the content that we needed through the summer.
2: It literally feels like we just did the draft show, uh, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. And here we are, training yeah. camp starts in 48 hours. Like, I love it. People for... don't let me forget I showed my feet on draft night, <laughs> weirdos. That's why the, that's
1: why the numbers <laughs> were so big. yeah. But, yeah, thanks to the Hawks for staying in the news for the right reasons. And uh, yesterday, by the way, good example of that. Yeah,
0: right. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Brought the Mm -hmm. Highland
1: Park hockey team uh, to Fifth Third Arena, let them play a scrimmage, and then, uh, oh, just Jonathan Tays and Patrick Kane walked into the locker room. And to see those kids, uh, after all they've been through as a community, uh, see those two dudes walk in, uh, that had to be life-changing. So props to the Hawks. That was their part of their day of service yesterday. They did a bunch of other uh, great stuff around the community as well
0: they're doing a whole whole week of it too so that's 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 a good uh good thing to see from the team to to get out into uh into Chicago and the Chicago land and and really um you know try try and connect with the community because i not, not to <laughs> to go off on on a tangent here but i i think the the front office of this team has a lot of community rebuilding to do and uh they're they're putting in some some actual work to do it because they don't have the uh, they don't have the laurels that they used to to just rest on and be like, oh, well, we're a championship level team. So people are going to come and and love us no matter what we do. It's just like, no, nah, you you guys got to build that back up now. Yeah, you don't have you don't have you don't have Stanley Cup aspirations to say like, yeah, we're we're great. It's like, no, nah, you got to you got you to gotta reach out again.
1: I will say, too, yeah. that's correct. There is rebuilding that needs to be done. Uh, But I I will say that it does feel, at least based on our brief conversations with the people in charge, sincere, that they do actually care and they do actually want to make a difference. And it's not just damage control, you know, that's needed, of course, for a lot of the things they've done over the years. Um, But it does feel like this is a sincere effort from, you know, from Danny Wirtz on down. Uh, This organization wants to. Be a, be good instead of evil, <laughs> which is a, a nice place to start. Yeah. And a much easier yeah. thing to root for, that's for sure. All right, Definitely. let's wrap it up. Hockey starts tomorrow. Let's do it, boys. We'll see you there at Fifth Third Arena, and uh, we'll talk to you guys all live at 1.30 from the studio. For Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. This has been the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.